What's shaking Fire Nation? JLD here with an audio masterclass you don't have time to miss. <laughs> now, what are we talking about? This audio masterclass is going to be the time cleanse. We're going to be talking about what your time type is, how to actually master the art of multitasking, and so much more. We're going to be doing this with Stephen Griffith. He is a nationally recognized author, speaker, researcher, and performance expert, and he's considered one of the leading authorities on the connection between time, productivity, and performance. And we're going to dive in as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsor. You know what makes ZipRecruiter so smart? ZipRecruiter doesn't wait for the right candidates to find you, it finds them. First, ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, then its powerful technology scans thousands of resumes to identify people with the right skills and experience and actively invites them to apply to your job so you get qualified candidates fast. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ziprecruiter.com slash fire. That's Zip ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Steven, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. All right. Thank you, JLD. And hey, Fire Nation, what's up? What most people don't know about me, several years ago, I was invited to Walter Reed Hospital to teach mindfulness to the Wounded Warrior staff and the men and women that protect our country. Uh, just help them recover and create some resilience. And it was a big honor to do that. And I know JLD, you served our country and, and my hat's off to you and the men and women uh, because it allows us to be entrepreneurs. So thank you. Well, listen, I appreciate the appreciation. I am one of the many, many disabled combat veterans out there. So I love to hear what you're doing to those who have served, both the men and women who have you know, done what they've done in this world. So I uh, appreciate you bringing that up there for sure. And Fire Nation, for you, as I promised in the intro, we're going to be talking about the time cleanse. We're going to be talking about how you can master the art of multitasking, what's your time type. But before we get into those two things, Stephen, I want to talk about the difference between managing time and performing with time. Break that down for us. Oh, absolutely. And this is the core of the time cleanse and the time cleanse book. Time management the concept of time management is today pretty much outdated. Those concepts were developed um, way before we were living in the world of constant distraction and technology-driven life. So time management is based on the fact that really time is scarce and limited and that we've got to do a lot in one hour of time. And what that does is creates a tremendous amount of time pressure and puts us in an adversarial relationship with time. And we know from research in our own personal experience, when we're under time pressure, we do not perform as well. So when we shift to time performance, the first thing that we do is we invite and create a positive relationship with time, which one that comes from us that we're in charge of. You know, most people are walking around saying, you know, if I have enough time, if my schedule allows, but we are time. And so we look at the fact that we change the relationship and then also we get to learn how to perform and change the performance quality and experience of each hour when we start performing. There's so many things that I love about that Fire Nation because that time pressure that Steven's talking about, we put on ourselves to such an intense degree that it just causes all this excess pressure and stressors. And I know from working very closely with my functional medicine doctor that, especially with entrepreneurs, this can cause massive adrenal fatigue, which is going to cause 
sleep deprivation, lower quality of sleep, and then just overall lower quality of life. So you have to master your relationship with time in a very meaningful way. And that's why I brought Stephen on the show today. So let's move into the time type. What is my time type? Like, what does that even mean? Sure. So uh, you're going to know what it means here in about 30 seconds. And, and I'm sure you and, and Fire Nation listeners will be laughing because it affects all of us in our business and our personal relationships. So there's two time types that I've identified and seen and have worked with now with thousands of engagements is this. Number one is the time watchdog. So before I even get into it, it's how we interact with time. It's a, it's a deeper meaning of how we interact with time. So a time watchdog is the person that um, is on time, is early, values time, and values their relationship with time, as well as how other people are operating with time. So they're very structured on time. The time lounger, on the other hand, is someone that gets caught in time, is not necessarily on time all the time. They're usually a little bit late, but they really value being uh, in the present moment and time gets away from them. And I tell a story in the book about dating a time lounger that almost ended up in disaster. But these two different time types happen in business and in life. And we just need to know the differences of them and then how to set up communication strategies to honor each style. So there are two time types. Is that what you're saying? That's correct. Watchdog and lounger. Time watchdog, Fire Nation. You're on time. You show up early. You're very structured around time. Not going to lie. This is me. Absolutely. And luckily for me, <laughs> this is also Kate. So I think that's why we've had a very successful eight year relationship so far, because we both value time and we're structured on our time. And then the flip side of the coin is that time lounger where people aren't on time. They're in the moment, which is a good thing. But because they're in the moment, sometimes they're, you know, kind of smelling the roses and picking the dandelions and they're like, oh my God, I'm late. And we all know how frustrating that can be for those time watchdogs uh, for sure. So I think that's really interesting, Fire Nation, to really identify which one you are, because once we do that, Stephen, what do we do next? Like, what's the next step? Well, the, here's the important thing, especially for entrepreneurs and business owners, and, and if, even if you're working a, you know, your regular job, is that you got to know what your time types are, because it can affect how you build your teams, how you perform your teams. But the key with this is, is to have a communication with the people on your team and the time type differences. So you understand and you become conscious of it and create the strategy so you can uh, value both your types, but also um, pull from them to perform at a higher level. This is so important, Fire Nation, because one of the biggest things that I get asked and Kate gets asked as we've built our business now, moving into our seventh year, you know, being a multi-million dollar business now for six of those seven years is, hey, how'd you build the team? So you're not always working. We see you traveling. We see you taking vacations. We see you just relaxing by the pool down in Puerto Rico. That's because we've built the right team and we know how to communicate with our team. Because if you have the right communication with the time watchdogs and the right communications with the time loungers, they can both be very valuable members of your team. Again, if you're giving them the right boundaries, the right structures, the right focus for them to really make sure that they're bringing their strengths to the team. So you're maximizing those strengths and then you're minimizing those weaknesses, minimizing those weaknesses that we all have. We just have to know which place we're at on those two spectrums, watchdog or lounger. Now I hear a lot of people say, 
multitask this, multitask that. Other people say multitasking is a myth. You actually can't multitask. There's a lot of people who have very strong feelings about multitasking, but there's one thing that we do all agree. We'd love to be getting more done with the time that we have. So for those people that are out there that are saying, I'm trying to juggle a million things at once. How can I master this thing called multitasking? What do you say to them? JLD, we are going to demystify and clarify right now for your listeners, because this is an area that is just a mess out there right now. So first of all, multitasking, the true definition of multitasking is doing two things at once. It's like doing your cardio and listening to an audio book. That's folding your clothes and, and talking to your friend on the phone. That's multitasking. What we're really doing is task switching rapidly. And it's a part of you know our modern life. And, and what I um, have identified and call this is mindful multitasking. And it's very simple. First, just know this. When you are task switching, which we'll call multitasking for this conversation, your IQ goes down. One research study showed it goes down 10%. Whoa. Another piece of research showed that when we switch from one task to the other, it can take us up to 20 minutes to fully re-engage, to fully re-engage. So we know that the quality of our work is reduced, and we know that um, we're probably going to have to come back and repair stuff. So here is my solution, and, and it's a simple one. First of all, just number one, be aware. When you are task switching, you're not 100% there. So pick activities that are not high value or high relational activities and set a timer. Say, I'm going to multitask for 15 minutes. And what I call what I call it is speed multitasking. But you're mindfully shifting your awareness consciously. And that keeps your brain more engaged. It keeps you more focused and your performance will be higher. Most people are unconscious and they're like, you know, they're just bouncing from one thing to the other. By being mindful and switching tasks, low priority, and just know that you're not 100%, your improvement is going to get much higher, and you're actually going to get better at switching tasks. So there's a lot of things here at Fire Nation that I think you can implement in your day-to-day right now, and some things you really need to be staying away from. And I like how you use that phrase, mindful multitasking, because Fire Nation, just think about this scenario. It takes you 20 minutes to re-engage when you switch tasks. So you're writing this book that you want to inspire the world, yet you have your phone next to you that's dinging every 10 minutes and you're checking those silly little text messages or Facebook notifications and then you're going back to your book that's supposed to change the world. No, you're never going to get that book done. It's never going to be at the quality level that you want and need it to be. Because of that stupid little ding in your phone, put your phone on airplane mode, throw it in the next room, put it under a pillow, forget about it when you're focusing on the deep work. And there's a great book called Deep Work by Cal Newport, where he talks about the residue that you take with you when you try to do these switching things. So before we move on to the next part, like what do you want to make sure that we really get when it comes to this multitasking? Like what's a couple steps that we can really implement into our day-to-day, into our life, something that you've seen work as a tactic or a tool that we can really make sure that that is going to help us get to that next level? A couple things here. Designate a time when you're going to multitask. Set your timer, put on your calendar the little things that don't take 
high cognitive uh, power, set up and go, okay, this 20 minutes, set your timer. Your timer is your friend. I mean, your, your time is your most valuable and precious resource. We all know that, but we've been hijacked by our society and we're giving it away and we're letting it be stolen. So focus on that. The other thing is, as you said, shut off all notifications. I have a process in the Time Cleanse book, which is called the Time Cleanse for Your Phone, where we go through, and I can share some of that, where we go through and we cleanse the phone because the phone is a massive, powerful tool, but it is stealing our time. And so schedule, low value task, put it on there. And then also when you're working, this goes to the other side of that, pick what I call interval training. Uh, for your work. So I like 55 minutes and seven minutes of rest. So work for 55, rest for seven or 25, five. And when you do that, shutting all notification off, get that phone out of sight, your productivity and performance will three to five X instantly. Just a couple tools and tactics there, Fire Nation, to help you out. want to go over a couple of these real quick. Designate a time when you're going to multitask. That's the time that you multitask. No other time. And then your timer is your friend. And I love that you said this because I created an entire journal. It's called the Mastery Journal. Master productivity, mm. discipline, and focus in 100 mm. days. Because it's not going to come overnight, Fire Nation. It's going to take mm. time. And in the Mastery Journal, every single day, Stephen, I have what's called four focus sessions where you mm. set a timer for 25 or 35 or 45 minutes, however long you think it's going to take to set that task. And then you have zero distractions. But the key is to set that timer, Fire Nation. See the first couple of seconds come off the clock. And then you focus 100%, zero distractions. Everything's turned off besides your one task and your focus focus on it. But the key thing is, and this is why you win, your brain knows that your refresh time is coming. Again, that's the focus time at the beginning. Then after you do that 45, 35, or 25-minute timer that ever you've set, you reward yourself with a refresh time to go check Facebook or Instagram, and that's when you're doing it, but you have to segment yourself out. Now, value bombs have been dropped by Steven thus far. More coming, Fire Nation, when we get back from thanking our sponsor. As entrepreneurs, we face a variety of challenges every single day, but one of the biggest challenges I hear about from other entrepreneurs on a daily basis, and one that I face while growing my own business, is finding the right candidates to hire. Luckily, ZipRecruiter makes it easy. You'll see exactly what I mean if you visit ziprecruiter.com slash fire. To start, ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, which saves you a ton of time, but they don't stop there. Next, ZipRecruiter's powerful technology scans thousands of resumes to identify people with the right skills and experience and actively invites them to apply to your job so you get qualified candidates fast. ZipRecruiter is so effective that 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So Stephen, we're back from the break and I want to talk about improving the performance of a work hour. Let's really break this down. Let's dissect this so Fire Nation can have a structure that they can follow day to day and within that point where they're actually trying to get real stuff done. That's a great question. And it's one of the number one questions that people ask. 
I want to first start with this, and it starts with the concept of timefulness. This is a, a concept that I developed and I'm and bringing it onto the world because it lends right to this. Timefulness is simple. It's being present in the moment, improving the quality, experience, and performance with your time. So when we break that down into your work hour, we've got to be single focused, uh, single focused task. So it's focusing on what's most important. So setting a priority. And then I'm going to give you, you know, we talk about in the book, setting up your day to perform, but here's how, here's a couple great steps to crush it when it comes to your hour. Number one, as we talked about, turn all notifications off. This is absolutely a must. All the dings, bings, clings, flashes, get rid of them. It's training your mind to get distracted. And every time it gets distracted, which you already talked about, your performance goes down. So we want to do that. Number two, make sure your environment is inspiring. You know, a lot of people call me the Mary Kondo of time. You know, she's got a Netflix (laughs) show. And and it's very funny because we want to cleanse our environment to be focused. Next, cluster similar activities. This is a big performance enhancer. If you're going to email, do emails for 15 minutes. If you're going to do phone calls, do phone calls for 15 minutes. But do the same activity for a period of time. Your brain creates efficiency. That's very important to do. And when we come to email, this is a big one for people. Designate a time where you're checking your email. If it's in the morning, if it's afternoon, if it's in the evening. If you have a job that you have to constantly be on it, set a timer. Set a timer so you're not being inundated because one of the things that is important is that you don't get into what I call a time hangover when you're doing things with your time that are toxic, that are contaminating. And so once you're done with that activity, now you have a hangover of negativity or, or lower energy or lower performance state. We want to avoid that. So when we're focused in on those work rest intervals and putting these other tools in, we're going to crush it. So I want to go through those, Fire Nation. Number one, turn all notifications off. They have to be off. Make your environment inspiring. You want it to be inspiring, not all this cluttered stuff. But now let's talk about clustering similar activities. I actually use the word batching, and that's how Mm -hmm. I won Entrepreneurs on Fire, Fire Nation, is Mm -hmm. because I batched. I batched my episodes. I did 15 interviews on Monday, 15 interviews on Tuesday for years when I was doing a daily show. And that allowed me to do 2,000 episodes in 2,000 days because I clustered, because I batched those activities. And then when it comes to email, you want to designate a time and set a timer. And here's a pro tip that I use. It's a Gmail extension called Boomerang. Because when you're using a tool like Boomerang, you're avoiding what I call email text messaging. If someone sends you an email and you send them an email back, they're going to be like, oh, John's on right now. They're going to email him again. They're going to email you back again. Well, guess what? What I do is when I get an email from somebody, I respond to them right away to get it out of my inbox, but then I boomerang it to be sent in two days. So they're like, oh, well, it took John two days to respond to that email. That's pretty good. I'm sure he gets a lot of emails. And they don't think that they can get a hold of me right then, right now. So it's not this email texting going back and forth. So that's absolutely critical. And before we kind of move into maybe a deeper explanation of timefulness, Stephen, and how it can actually change your relationship with time in general, is there anything you want to add to that performance of a workout? The last part of this is you've got to rest after you work. It's like training. I know you're a big workout guy. So am I. Um, When we're grinding away, we can get in the habit, especially as high performers, to keep going. 
And it's very important that when you take that break, you unplug. If it's five minutes, seven minutes, 10 minutes, after you, after you do a few rounds of intervals, take a good 20 or 30 minutes and just unplug. It allows you to recharge and come back and crush it again. So the rest part of the work is just as important as the performance side. Couldn't agree more, Fire Nation. That's why when I was talking about the Mastery Journal, you have your focus session, then you have your refresh section. Your brain needs to look forward to that break. Okay, let's go on to the next thing, timefulness, how it can change your relationship with time, and then Fire Nation, a little teaser. We're going to be breaking down the fast way to get hours back in your day so you can yeah. do the things you actually want to do. Take it away, brother. All right, timefulness. So, Many of you may be aware of the word mindfulness, and if you haven't, it's, it's very simple. It's just being present in the moment uh, with a sense of curiosity without judgment. It's being right here now, and we're in the society that everything out there is trying to stop you from doing that. So, timefulness is not a replacement of mindfulness. It's an advancement to really look at being present, to focus on improving the quality, experience, and performance with your time, and that starts with understanding what you're committed to, understanding what you're committed to. See, to change your performance with time, number one, you need to know that time comes from you, from your yeses and nos. What you commit to and what you don't commit to determines where your time goes. And that time is from you. It's not an outside thing that you're fighting. It actually comes from you. And two is having what I call the map. So you have mindfulness and you have the map. The map is what am I committed to? You can't be committed to 20 different things. Pick your top three, commit to it. And then the third M really comes down to this timefulness perspective, mindfulness, timefulness. It comes down to being in the moment, fully engaged. You know, Einstein has a quote that I use and he says this, a minute on a hot stove feels like hours. (laughs) Hours with your beloved feels like minutes. That's relativity. Einstein was one of the people that I studied to crack this code. And what it's really saying, he was a genius, obviously. But when we look at time, when we fully engage, time flies and we have that rich, deep experience. Because when I wrote this book, one of the things that I wanted to bring to the world is this, that our time is for really one reason. And that's to create memories that matter, that become our legacy. And, you know, we're all here to have the best experience. But if you really break it down, it's to have memories, but also to leave this place better than we found it and to be of service and to make a difference. And that's really what encompasses timefulness, being present in the moment with the M's that I've described. So you can actually expand time in those great moments and increase your performance. Ask yourself this question, Fire Nation, what are you committed to? You need to be able to answer that question. And that phrase is worth repeating. Time is to create memories that matter, period, end of story. So how can we get back hours in our day, Stephen, to do the things we really want to do? Oh, I love that question, buddy, because this is what my life has been for a long time. So it's really important, as we already said, First of, first of all, this is a bunch of R's I'm going to give you here. It's four R's. Realize what's important. Absolutely, as we just discussed, realize what's important and commit to it. Two is now recognize where you're spending your time. Just recognize. So in the time cleanse process, 
we look at a couple different categories, technology, people, places, things, mental thoughts, business activities and interactions. And to get your time back, it's very simple. And this is kind of a mini cleanse, uh, JLD, a little mini cleanse, is you write down everywhere you're spending your time and those categories. And then you ask yourself the simple question. And it's really simple. And this question itself will just absolutely transform what you're doing. And here it is. Is this contributing or contaminating to my happiness and success? End of story. You just ask that. And if it's not, if you find that it's contaminant in any way, wrong time of day, too much time in it, uh, it's not in your values anymore, you've got a choice. You can accept that, live with the damage. You can reject it. That means, you know what? I'm on Facebook two hours a day. I'm just going to do 15 minutes. Or, you know, I've got this relationship with my brother or sister or friend. I don't like the relationship the way it is. I'm going to reject this current condition and I'm going to shift it. So that's choice two. Or number three, if it's toxic, remove it. And in the time cleanse process, what we normally see is an average of 10 hours back a week, most people getting 20 or more. And then when we get that time back, then we reinvest it in what I call high ROT activities, return on time activities. But the key here is really look at what's contributing or contaminating and then eliminate it. And that's how you're going to rescue back time immediately. Fire Nation, number one, realize what's important. Number two, recognize where you're spending your time and then ask yourself the question, is this contributing or contaminating my day? If it's toxic, remove it. If it's meaningful, you keep it. And that's the way that you're gonna be able to start doing things every day for the most of that, for most of that day, what you want to be doing. So Stephen, wrap this up in a nice bow for us, brother. Give us the one big takeaway you want to make sure Fire Nation really gets from all these value bonds you've dropped. Let us know where we can find out about you. Give us that strong call to action you have for us, and then we'll say goodbye. The thing that I want your listeners and all people to, to get is that you are time. You're 100% responsible for your time. And you got to protect it. You got to protect it. And when you protect it and, and, and really embrace that time is here for you, your life will transform both in business and in life. But it's really being responsible for time. And don't let the outside world take it away from you. It's your most valuable asset. It's everything you will do, get, or become time. And for your listeners, uh, a couple, couple things I got for them. One, uh, is a special report with tools and tactics on, on how to improve your performance, uh, both in business and life. And they can get that at stephengriffith.com forward slash fire nation. And for your listeners that want to get started, that are excited, want to pre-order the book, I've got something really special. I've got my online course for free. So our course, it takes you step-by-step step in the time cleanse. So you can get your time back right now. That's at stephengriffith.com forward slash Fire Nation. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with SG and JLD today. So keep up the heat. And if you head over to eofire.com and type Stephen in the search bar, his show notes page will pop up with all the links that we've been talking about all day today. But of course, the strong call to action is to head over to Stephen griffith.com slash fire nation. If you do that fire nation, you're going to get all those goodies that he mentioned. So make sure to take that step, 
take that action. And Stephen, I want to thank you, brother, for sharing your truth with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, buddy. Hey, Fire Nation, today's value bombs were dropped by Stephen. And if you're ready to master a productivity discipline and focus in 100 days, we'll visit themasterydjournal.com for all the reasons that we talked about in the interview today. You're going to have the exact system that you need to ignite. And plus, if you use the promo code podcast, you're going to get a nice little discount. And thank you for listening to the podcast. That's themasterydjournal.com. I'll catch you there, Fire Nation, or I'll catch you on the flip side. One of the biggest challenges I face while growing my business, finding qualified candidates to hire. Luckily, ZipRecruiter makes it easy. You'll see exactly what I mean if you visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter's powerful technology scans thousands of resumes to identify people with the right skills and experience and actively invites them to apply to your job so you get qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's that's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.